Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. If you will turn with me, we're going to go there in a little bit, Jude, the book of Jude. I'll give you a minute or two to to find it. I'm going to tell a story today that is true and has happened just recently, and some of us even know the people involved. There is a woman here at Water of Life that lives in uh, Byers, Colorado. She is on our staff. Her name is Kathy. Well, she had something happen to her in the last six weeks and her sister that will absolutely bless you. Her sister um, has had some uh, medical problems. And one morning, uh, the Friday of July, I think it's 15th, her, she was lying on the couch and her son and a girlfriend were, uh, went away from the house, came back and they couldn't wake up their mother. They couldn't wake up. Her name is Teresa. Thank God for Teresa. They couldn't wake her up. The daughter knew a little bit. She had been in some nursing classes, so she checked her pulse. There was none. This is Kathy Courier's sister, and she gave me permission to tell this story. She was dead. No pulse. They called an ambulance, and they had to bring her in by helicopter. They went and got her. They uh, got her heart started again. They put a ventilator in her her esophagus or whatever, and, and they took her to the hospital. They flew her in by helicopter. By this time, she's in a coma. She was, um, like I said, they found her dead. They got her heart beating, but she was in a coma. And they had no physical evidence that she, she could even see what was going on or hear move what was going on around her. They, they had no reflex from her, no pers- uh, what they called that purposeful reaction. None that they saw that she had any life in her whatsoever. And she was in this state for six days. The medical team that was working on her said that if she even came out of the coma, she would probably be uh, very, um, what do you call it, almost brain dead because she had brain damage. Right. Right. That's right, brain damage because she had been without oxygen for so long when they found her. Now, that's the state she was in. They gave them pretty much no hope. They said that we don't, th- the doctor at one point said, if we take her off the ventilator and we stop the medications we're putting into her, she will die. The family waited by her bedside, talked to her the whole time, preached her the gospel. Now, Kathy Courier had heard from her sister before. She asked her sister months ago, she said, if you were to die, where would you go? And her sister said, well, I'd be with Jesus. Now, this is Friday. She was pronounced dead. She's in a coma. This is Tuesday. Tuesday, nothing had changed. They tried to get her to to react. No reaction. Tuesday, Dolan Hour at the house. And we were talking and praying. And I remember Dole stopped at one point, looked at the ground, and he said, Father, in Jesus' name, intervene in this woman's life. That evening, they got a reflex, a purposeful reflex from her. They saw that she opened her eyes. The next day, they had a little bit of hope. The courier goes into her room the next day to say goodbye. She's going to go back to her house. The nurse stopped her. The nurse said, I want to show you something. So the nurse walked over to the bed, and she grabbed her sister's hand, and she put her two fingers in it, and she said, Teresa. She said, um, press my hand. 
She did. She did. She took to Kathy Courier. She looked at Kathy Courier, the nurse did, and she said, Courier, put your fingers in her hand. And, and Courier put her fingers into her hand, and Courier said, Teresa, squeeze my hand. And Courier felt the very light pressure of her sister squeezing her hand. The woman is alive. Now, here's the interesting part. When uh, the woman woke up, by Wednesday evening, she was awake and she had her full capability. She was all there. No brain damage, nothing. She's talking to her family. Courier goes over to her, Kathy Courier, Courier, Courier. There's so many Kathys around here. We all call each other by our last names. Amen. So anyway, uh, she goes over to her and she asks her sister, her sister's awake. She said, where were you? Where were you these last six days? You know what her sister told her? She said, well... I was in hell. Her sister told Kathy Courier, she said, I have, was in a very black, dark, wooded area and I could not get out. I want you to turn with me to Titus and I want to read to you verse four. It says, for there were certain men crept in unawares who were behold, before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men turning the grace of of our God into lasciviousness and denying, denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Turn over the page to verse 13 and we're going to find out what happened to these men that denied God and the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, raging waves of the sea. This is, uh, this is Titus describing them. Foaming out their own shame, wandering stars. And look at this next, ver uh, this, this next phrase. To whom? is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Her sister was here. She was in the blackness of darkness forever. Have you ever considered eternal life? Have you ever considered where you're going to be a hundred years from now? Have you ever really sat back and thought about eternal life? Do you know that woman said, well, I was going to be, I'm going to be with Jesus. And she didn't. She wasn't. She wasn't. She was in what she described as hell. And she said, I could not get out. And then she finally, she said, I started crying out to God to get me out of here. Now, thank God for the love of God. If you see the love of God in this situation, God had a man pray, Father, intervene in this woman's life. And she woke up. She woke up. Now turn with me to 1 John chap, uh, chapter 5. I'm going to begin in verse 11. This is St. John as we call him. This is John speaking. He said, and this is the record that God has given to us eternal life. God has given to us eternal life. Now where is that eternal life? Where do you find it? It's in the next phrase. And this life is in his son. This life is in his son. Let's go on. And he, has, he that has the son has life. And he that has not the son has not life. Do you hear what that's saying? If you do not have Jesus, you do not have eternal life. Amen. There is an eternal life and there is an eternal death. Amen. And you have a choice. This woman saw a bit of eternal death. You know what? She's not dead now. 
She's not dead now. She woke up and her sister, Kathy Currier, preached her the gospel. And you know what she told her? Turn with me to John 3. I'm going to read verse 7. This is what Kathy Currier told her sister. She, Jesus spoke this himself. This is Jesus speaking. He said, marvel not that I said unto you, you must be born again. You must be. This is our Messiah speaking this to everyone that can read and everyone that can hear my voice. You must be born again. You must be. Do you know that you can sit in church every Sunday, every Sunday show up when the doors open and still go to hell? Do you know that you can give millions of dollars and still go to hell? Do you know that God can heal you and you can still go to hell? What does Jesus say here? You must be born again. What did it say in 1 John? You must have the Son. If you don't have the Son, Jesus, you don't have eternal life. You don't have it. Jesus said, you must be born again. Turn, uh, go on to verse 14. And he said, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Eternal life. Had Jesus bought that eternal life for you and he bought it with his own body and he bought it with his own soul and he went to the cross for us. That's where he bought your eternal life. That's where he bought it. He put his life on the cross. He took on our sin on his own body, a man. And he took on our poverty like Joel shared. And he took on our, our peace he took on everything, our sicknesses, our diseases. He took it all on his own body for us. Why? Because he was buying for us eternal life. And not only that, he bought your eternal life because he went to hell. He went to the place that you were going to go. He went there for you. He went to hell. He said in Psalm 88, I am in the lowest pit, the lowest. Did you know there were degrees of hell? This woman, Kathy Currier's sister, saw the blackness of darkness forever. Black, black, could not get out. Jesus was in the lowest hell. Do you know that there is an eternal fire? There is a lake of fire? That's part of hell. Do you know Jesus went to the lowest pit? He went where we should have gone so that we didn't have to go there. Jesus, with his own soul and his own body, bought, bought our eternal life. But you have to have him in you. You have to have him in you to partake of that eternal life. Why? Because Jesus is eternal life. Amen. He is eternal life. That's what eternal life is. It's being with the Father and the Son. If you don't have Jesus in you, you don't have eternal life. Jesus said you must be born again. And in these last couple minutes, turn with me to Romans 10. I will show you how you can be sure, you can be sure, you can be absolutely sure that you have eternal life. You know what's funny about Teresa now? She tells all the medical staff, you know what? Jesus saved me. She tells everybody that attends her, you know what? Jesus saved me. Do you know what? He did. Amen. He did. 
This woman knows something that all of us need to consider. Jesus saved her. All right. Romans 10. I'm going to begin in verse 8. This is Paul speaking. He said, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. If you look up above there, Paul was preaching them the gospel. What's the gospel? That Jesus died for you. That he was buried for you. That he went to hell for you. That he was raised again for you. That's what Paul was preaching. And he said, now that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Thou shalt be set at safety. Thou shalt have eternal life. Thou shalt have eternal life. By how do you do it? You confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, and thou shalt be saved. Let's go on. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Everybody in this hospital knows that Teresa has been born again now. She tells everybody, do you know what? Jesus saved me. Jesus saved me. They never expected this woman to live. Now she's telling them, guess who saved me? Let's go on. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth in him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. And 13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, Jesus shall be saved, shall be set at safety, shall have eternal life shall have eternal life. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, post office box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.